Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Hey, what's happening, y'all? Y'all know what time it is. What's today? Thursday. No, Spears and Steinberg Day. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Like it's a fucking holiday. Yeah. Spears and Steinberg email podcast day. Thursday. Thursday, yeah. Okay. So without further ado, uh, as I said, you could hear the wonderful echoes in my... Uh... Palatial mansion. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Figaro, Figaro. Figaro, 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 Steve. From my girl Farah. Farah, I'm glad to 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 to. Uh, she just sent you this. Literally. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad to hear from you, baby. Because sometimes I feel like. Uh, you get a little upset with with us, maybe me sometimes, and Andy, and sometimes you, uh, you you take yourself out the game. So the fact that you have emailed me lets me know you are still in this. SOS to my girl Shamor, baby. It's been a minute. You have not written us. I'm worried about you. Please, if nothing else, send me an email just saying hello, so I know you're okay and you're still. With us. Where are you going, Andy? Keep going. Oh, okay. Um, Farrah. This is from Farrah Wright. Who gives a fuck about HBCUs? Um, the election is less than a week away. Uh, my anxiety is high and my patience is low, so bear with me. Andy, you mentioned that you have to watch all news media, and yes, you are right about that. However, at what point do we call out Fox News? Is there a top news story? In most cases, yes, it's negative against Trump, but you are what you fucking are. And all the other news sites will cover the story. Fox News will cover if Santa is black and rubbed his BBC on the baby's chimney stocking, or if Hunter Biden did a line of coke recently. You asked Aries, what has Trump done that was so bad? Below are just a few things. Withdrawing from the Paris Climate Accord, unless you have a better idea for climate. Not bad. Fighting climate change. I'm going to go not bad. Withdrawing from the Iran Iran deal. Marginal. Taking every fucking step to overturn the Affordable Care Act, which could fucking happen with this Karen-looking bitch, takes over Ruth Bader Ginsburg's seat. That that one's ridiculous. Not ridiculous in a bad way. Like that, that uh, That one's bad. November 10th, they could shut down Obamacare. That's still part of the Affordable Care Act. So uh, that thing. would be bad if he did that. Because we know uh, millions, millions of Americans, uh, they got to get better. They've got to get better. Um, using the office of the presidency to make his companies richer, i.e. the hotel. He has a few miles away from the White House. He, he has a hotel a few miles away from the White House. He's lost money. His name has no longer value. People have, have returned his ho- name and taking it off their hotels, he's lost money. He's <clears throat> going to be a president that loses money. And that's a fact. I, I don't care what everybody's saying. He's losing money. 
ignoring that Russia and Iran set bounties on American soldiers' heads. Ridiculous. He, he should have been... That, that's, that, that's a big one. He's ridiculous on that. <clears throat> Not paying taxes. You think we, could get, you think he, we would get away with that? He pays taxes. I'm, I'm in, and we, I want to go back over these after you're done reading the whole thing because I'd like to go over these one by one. But uh, he does pay taxes. When you see his personal income tax at $750, that is one thing. Yeah, he could pay more taxes. It would be great. But for every person he employs, he pays half their, their uh, tax, their, employee, their employment tax. So he's paying millions of dollars in taxes. Every person that owns a business regardless of what they pay in personal income tax, is putting money into the tax coffer. That's why rich, rich people actually put money in, even though we do these things where we say they didn't put money in. They do. But when you put corporations together, LLCs together, you're putting your personal profit off, but you still have to pay your business taxes. And that, that's millions of dollars in Trump's case. I, I, this, this is not to defend Trump. This is the honesty of trying to speak the truth should he pay more than the seven fifty if his if his if his net worth is what it's supposed to be and he has it? Probably. But that's what people do. This is the loopholes that need to be closed. Instead of just saying he does this, we need to say we want a president who's gonna close these loopholes so that the American people aren't being fleeced while rich people figure out ways to hide more money. Okay. And then she <clears throat> says, ask Noxima Jackson and then puts in parentheses, name that movie if you can. If he got away with that shit, I don't know what that is, but he has overturned so much regulation. And before you say dumb shit, Andy, let me ask you, do you want your water privatized? Do you want companies to lax on how they take care and process the meat you eat? Below is Trump's exact quote on Mexicans. It's verbatim. So give your $10 a lot of money to that orange motherfucker, not me. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best they're sending people that have a lot of problems, and they're bringing those problems with us. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crimes. They're rapists. And some, I assume, are good people. And your pedantic bullshit doesn't cover Trump outright saying Mexicans are rapists and criminals. If you still try and convince people he didn't say what he said about people you're supposed to be half related to. Half Mexican, half Jewish, right? Then I wish you endless dreadnoughts in your beard. <clears throat> I hope... That shit gets caught on your woman's pubes during oral sex. If you still try to spin that direct quote to quote. That wasn't a direct quote. You're not getting the whole quote. There was a pause. Then he says it. It is not a well-spoken uh, any kind of it's not intellectually. Uh, he didn't intellectually speak that well at all. Uh, that isn't the quote. I am half Mexican. There is Latinos all over this country for him because what he wrote, what he said was interpreted one way. The media continue to put it out a one way. That isn't the quote. Trump has done enough that he should not be president. But call him out for the things that he's done. These are called feelings that you're throwing at me, not facts. Well, I, I'm going to read the rest of this. And then I, I, I'm glad you wrote that, sweetheart, because as I was listening to um, that episode today in the car on the way to the airport to pick Andy up, about that specific quote, there was something that I went, shit, I wish I said on the podcast that I didn't say, but now that you bring this up, I get a chance to say it. But I'll wait till I finish reading this. To quote slash remix the current first lady's word on Christmas decorations, Aries, if you can, love, please help me with the Slovenian accent. This is going to be a horrible <laughs> attempt. <laughs> Just do it as Arnold. Who gives a fuck about the HBCUs? Um... Who gives a fuck about the HBCUs? Uh, why is Trump golden? Why is the why is this Trump's golden penis award when asked about when asked about what he's done to help the black community? Do we not remember that a lot of young black folks are drowning in student loan debt acquired from these higher learning institutes? <clears throat> why the fuck do people like Andy expect me to instantly get wet panties when it's mentioned that? When it's mentioned that Trump is giving HBCUs some bread, how does that act, which was a program he just continued from previous administrations, Bush and Obama, help no, that? That's not true. <clears throat> help the average black person. You know what would be helpful if he stopped trying to fuck with people's health care? If he actually fixed the shitty criminal justice program instead of letting a few Negroes that Kim Kardashian deemed important out of prison? 
or helping first home buyers acquire homes without all the fucking red tape or looked into ending qualified immunity for asshole cops who shoot unarmed black people. Other than that, everyone can shove HBCUs, Ice Cube, 50 Cent, Blacks for Trump, Lil Dicks for Trump, Fat Pussies for Trump, E.T. fucking C into the deepest crevices of their asses. Enough of the bullshit already. The reason why you are aware of the deportations and drone strikes Obama did was because the media reported on them. Duh. You want to say something? Yeah, no, they didn't. It wasn't. It didn't make the cycle of news the same way bullshit comes up. If, if you really reported on the amount of people and civilians that were being killed in drone strikes, it would have been a blemish and it would have been pulled back. That isn't what happened. Be honest. Stop, stop being feeling. Be honest. I'm not saying that what he did. I, I even said that I agreed with his drone strikes. But be honest. You didn't hear that in the media every day. If Trump was blowing up people the same way, it would be on the news. Not every. He is getting blamed for the 200 thousand people who have died of coronavirus corona has killed people all over the country is trump really the only person responsible for coronavirus stop it with that it's the china it came from china it's the kung fu virus um and by the way he never said kung fu virus he, he, he did you know he repeated it when people said it in the audience he didn't say it he never said it mm. the fuck are you even talking about with the older media was easier on obama than trump Maybe it's because Obama wasn't doing the type of fuck shit Trump has been doing for the last four years. Kids in cages. The cages came exactly from Obama. He didn't have a policy in that same way. Those were already existing. You guys, stop. Stop pretending. Start being realistic about what it is. All presidents for this country have done fucked up shit. You're calling out one because you're upset because of feelings. Nah, yeah. there's more to it than that. Yeah, there is more to it than that. All right, but come on. But 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 don't say don't say it is like one has done it and the other one hasn't. All this country has bad policy all around the world. Stop it. Um, fuck. Even the amount of money he has spent on golf trip has vastly exceeded what what Obama has done in eight years. Ridiculous. At this point, I get you. I get that you are trying to play white devil's advocate, Andy. But honestly, haven't you had enough trying to find a way to justify this horseshit? Fucking sincerely, Farah. Fuck, Farah. Let me just say before <laughs> Andy begins, um, we are creeping slowly but vastly towards me wanting to fuck you. <laughs> okay. Here's what I want to say, and I'm glad she brought this back up. God bring um, it. Because when you talk about, yeah, Trump was Trump said the the Mexico is bringing their 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 worst, their rapists and their murderers, and I'm saying to you, come on, man, wink, wink. We know what Trump is doing, though. It's the dog whistle. Because let's be honest, are some of the people that are coming from Mexico rapists and murderers? Yeah, I guess, but that's not the majority. The majority of the people that are coming here are hardworking people that want a better life and who aren't rapists and murderers. So why not focus on that as opposed to playing towards the fears and the anger that he know his base has towards Latinos and who are inherently racist. And by saying that, they finally have a voice to represent how they feel because they go, they're taking our jobs. If you're going to come in this country, learn how to speak English. That's you who says that one. No, no, no. <laughs> I say if you're going to have a job where you're dealing with people. Okay. But if you ain't dealing with nobody, fuck what you speak. That's all I'm saying on that. But my bigger point is, again, Trump knows what he's doing. So when he goes Mexico sending rapers and murderers, he's playing into the fear Dude. and to the racist thoughts and ideology that his base has. And that's all they want to hear because that's what works for them. Fuck the fact that the majority of the Mexicans coming here are not rapists and murderers, and they're good people who want a better fucking life. And America is full of immigrants, and white people were the original immigrants that took this land from the Indians. So if we're going to play that card, let's start there. You can start there if you want to, but, you could re but we're not rewriting history. It's not possible. You're not going to give it back to the Indians. Okay, but I'm but but don't but but don't say shit like okay, you know yeah, yeah, I can't the immigrants, the immigrants, the immigrants. When y'all are the biggest immigrants. No, he was talking about illegal immigrants. 
And he said it over and over in the beginning. Do I agree with you that I feel that he is playing to his base? Uh, and it's people that I, I, I don't like, people that I don't believe it, that I think need to, a philosophy or a thought process that needs to be eliminated. Yeah, I do feel that he plays to that base. At the same time, we do have an immigration problem in this country. And there are plenty of people, hardworking Mexicans that are coming up here legally and getting citizenship here. And that's the, that's the actual way to come into the country. Now, when you talk about illegals coming into the country, there's two situations here. There's more than two, but there's, mo- there's a multitude of them. But when you're coming in here illegally and you're using coyotes and they're dumping you off at the border and there's hundreds of people that are dying every month in Arizona because you're going through 120-degree weather with no, uh, with no water, right. and it's, ha- it's, it's happened, it's verified, it happens all the time, uh, that's a problem. You have a problem where if you can, can't legally come to the United States because you have a criminal record, uh, then there are people that are coming over that have uh, problems with the law and law enforcement. Right. So those are some of the issues uh, that are there, but we also have to fix our immigration system. I agree that our immigration system is what needs to be fixed, but that's what none of the presidents have done. When you bring up... Uh, I wish I could remember everything because it was it was a lot. But if you go back to the beginning, I'll address them that you did say. You want me to go back to the yeah, beginning? Yeah, go back to the beginning. Just give me the first <clears> one because <throat> the first one I didn't agree with either. What was her first point? About Fox News? Fox News. Okay. Yeah, Fox News puts out some pretty big bullshit. Guaranteed. One one station. But we have four other stations that put out little more littler bullshit, but it's the same amount if you call it by weight. Because you, you have four stations doing it. I don't think our media was supposed to ever be magazine coverage. It's supposed to uh, pick a side. It, uh, our news was supposed to be uh, unbiased, and we were supposed to make the decision. I think our news sucks. I think it's terrible that that's the news that we have. It's not presented correctly. It, it's all for ratings, and it's for magazine sales. I don't believe that this is the way things are supposed to work, but it is the way it's working right now. So if you have one that's, that's yelling and the other two are whispering uh, fake news and you have one that's telling fake news loudly, uh, is there balance in the fact that there's four against one? I think, I, I think that we need a balance of, better, uh, of people that understand and watch more than one station that just appeals to them and understands where the, the, somewhere in the truth between those channels, four and the one, is, is the truth. Not, uh, none of them are doing a good job. If that's what we want to get to, none of them are doing a good job. What was the next thing she said? I'm sorry. There was, those first two I didn't comment on because I was going to wait, uh, but there were so many I didn't have. I, I well, didn't, you, were, you were commentating. Uh, I got to th- th- on the third one I finally commented. Well, no, I'm saying bit by bit, talking about uh, Paris Climate Accord. The Paris Climate Accord. The Paris Climate Accord is a handshake deal that doesn't hold anybody accountable, where most of the money falls on the United States and most of the pollution is coming from China, who has the biggest economy. How did it fall that way? Why is that? that why is the United States the protector of the uh, is supposed to be the protector of the whole? Where we say we need to mind our own business, but yet we're gonna we're gonna finance uh, uh, the Green Deal. We I I don't I didn't have an issue with it. Does he have a better idea? That I have an issue with it. He doesn't have a better idea. We do need uh, we do need change. Uh, I don't know how much change we need uh, as far as our green deal right now because uh, what I think is happening and what should happen in the way our system is structured is if people can come out with a product that's better for the environment and produce cheaper and people want to have it for their, uh, want to have it for their home uh, and it makes them money, we will have more green products. And that's happening right now. It has to be economy-based. You, 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 can, you can put it into law and you can tax it, but it's much better when it comes from the economy. And people want to buy these products, and that is what's happening right now. The private sector is making products that are lowering our emissions, our carbon footprint, and those products are what's coming into the home for real good reasons, and they make money, and they call it, which, which makes business, which makes you money for, your, for yourself, and so that you can put food on the table. That's how this economy is supposed to work. Um, if I may, uh, people, there's a great documentary uh, by Nancy Pelosi's daughter, Alexandra Pelosi. It's called American Selfie, America Shoots Itself. And it basically is talking about this turbulent year that is 2020. 
uh, everything from George Floyd to COVID to uh, kids in cages and just everything that's been horrible about 2020. It's a great fucking documentary. I think I think Andrew, Alexandra Pelosi makes some of the best documentaries up there with uh, who's that fat, disheveled looking white guy all the time with the hat and the glasses. I, I, he's another he's a, another person I'm not thrilled with, but uh, I don't even remember his name right now. You know the motherfucker. No, no, he made made bowling for Columbine. He looks like he pays for ass automatically. Um, God, I can't remember his name. But anyway, uh, again, it's called uh, American Selfie. I mean, American... I just Googled the motherfucker. Uh, It's called American Selfie. America Shoots Itself. It's on Showtime, on demand. Check that shit out. Um, Okay, and then she said... Wait, there's some other points. She said uh, Trump's... uh, Criminal uh-huh. justice reform, which he actually passed real criminal justice reform when you said that. And why is it on him when uh, there's been presidents all the way through this? The Clintons ruined it. And then we had Bush. And then we had Obama. Why didn't they make the changes? We actually had him, whether you like the changes he, Trump made or not, whether you think it's enough or not, the, the two presidents after, after Clinton didn't do anything. When money's given to HBA, you, I can never say those initials right. What is it, HBCU or something? HBCU schools. HBCUs. He, he did it. No one else did it. Why, why is that? You, you, you're angry because he did something. I asked you, what did he do? When, my question is, is, what has he done that has put, what laws has he passed that have been bad for black America? That's what I asked. What laws? Do I think he's good for black America? No, I don't. I asked you what laws he's passed, though. That's, that was the question that I asked. So when you came out with a rant, be honest about what your rant is. You're wrong. Um, you know, I'm looking for this real quick. I hope I can find it. Uh, a young lady sent me something, um, and she's, you know, she's preaching to the choir because I'm the one that's been singing the praises since forever. Um, but I love the way she, she found what she found and strung it together. Uh, please forgive me. She says to me, <clears throat> and and again, I'm you know I'm I'm gonna beat this motherfucking drum till it can't beat no more. Oh, this is Obama again? Yes, goddamn it. Yes, goddamn it. Uh, because again, when you silly Negroes go, what did you do for this? She goes to me. You talk about this all the time. Here's some data to put hate in your back pocket. Um, Niggas born in 1992 were on their parents' health insurance until they were 25. Always are the ones on Twitter asking, what did Obama do for the black community? Your mama bought a brand new car and got 7K in trade value in 2009 after cash for clunkers. Ironically, that's the car she gave you when you were in college. You're still driving it now. Those big-ass tax refunds y'all get for having kids, Obama did that too. All those Pell Grants you got in college that you used to get a refund so you could buy a MacBook wouldn't have uh, gotten it unless Obama expanded the program in 2010. He gave you 62 black federal judges. It's only been 228 in history. He allowed former felons to qualify for SBA loans. My brother got one of those. He fucked it off, but that's beside the point. The incarceration rate of black people was at its lowest point since the crime bill during his last year in office. It, It's back up under Trump. He created an entire program to ensure that HBCUs got federal funding. He gave HBCUs $4 billion of federal funding a year. How come he gets... I I have never heard about that. Well, you hear about it now, Well, I want to see it, though. Okay, well, yeah. I like it, though. You goddamn right you do. He took military-grade equipment away from police officers. He's the reason your parents were able to refinance their mortgage of that damn 80-20 loan. Save them... Saved them about 40K over the life of the mortgage. He changed the requirements and lowered the fees of FHA loans. Black people using FHA loans increased by 50% during his presidency. All federal contractors have to provide sick leave, extended leave, and personal time because of him. Y'all don't know shit about shit, but you always say shit about some shit. So to all you niggas who said I didn't do anything for you, learn to read a fucking book. Take the time. Google me, nigga. Did you? Oh, wait a minute. All my accomplishments are there. You think I didn't do anything for black people because I didn't give you Popeye's chicken sandwiches. I've done a lot for black people. And the fact that I'm black and succeeded 
and one of the smartest presidents ever from Harvard should almost be enough. But that's okay, because the goal is to get better. And if you niggas learn to read and pull your pants up, you'll be better. I'm out. Fuck you, niggas. Uh, did you verify all that was written there? Did you, did you go What do you think? It was made up? I, I would like to know that you checked it out, though. It's, it's real, nigga. Because why? Because it's on your phone? Nah, nigga, it's real. But why? Okay, here's my question for you. This is the only question I want for you. Them was some of the stats I read in my post. Some of the stats. Uh, oh, uh, well, what do we, we really? No, no, no. I'm just asking you, do we just believe everything that we read? <sighs> do we want more research? Anything the, else the, for Farah? No, yeah. Yeah, I have a lot for Farah on well, this. Well, we, no, we, we, I'm, we done. I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm done with it. I, I do. Listen, I, I don't even know how to express this because I, I don't want Trump. In the White House. But it seems like you do. No, it doesn't. I, I know you don't. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm pulling your nuts. No, no, I know you, to you, because you know me afterwards, and you know what we talk about. But to, these, to the people listening to me, when I, when I say something, I'm trying to state what facts I have read and, and went back and made sure that those are it. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 think, I think we need, we, I think this, this election is not going to be based on facts. I think it's going to be based on emotion. And I think we need to get back to facts and do things for the right reasons, not just emotion. Because I, I can say, I mean, and I love fact. It. I Trump love colluded it. with Russia. No, no that's fact. not a fact. It is a fact. No, it's not. There's plenty of evidence that shows that never happened. All right. Ready to move on? He yeah, colluding with Russia. Let me ask you a question. Who sold Russia uranium? Donald Trump. No. I don't know. Who? You don't know. I don't know. Clinton and Obama put a deal together to sell uranium at the end of Obama's again, presidency. Again, again, again. These are. This is why again I, I stay in the shallow end of politics because I don't. I don't. I don't know how to swim in the deeper end. So, but that never. But when we say Fox News and then we say the other ones, we never hear about that anymore. But we're going to hear about Trump. So that- all the news people, CNN, MSNBC, Rachel Maddow, Chris Matthews. Uh, all the political pundits, uh, 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 Wolf Blitzer, what's the good-looking gay dude? Uh, Anderson Cooper, they all lying when they, when they report he colluded with Russia. They lying. The report that they colluded with Russia? That he colluded no, with Russia. They lying. No, they say he was investigated for colluding with Russia. There's been investigation after investigation. How come when there's... Uh, there's, there's a potential well, you're talking about the Chris Stone, whatever, uh, all that paperwork that they say is it was was paid for by the Democratic Party. So you have all this information, and this is supposed to be like it's still smoldering, his collusion. But her, but Hillary's emails, those are ridiculous that we have ever talked about. That she was the most investigated person in history, and no one ever found anything. But yet, no one ever found anything on Trump, but it's still there. Again, dude. I, I, but but be but why can't we talk about it in facts, not in emotion of who we like and who we don't like? Because when I ask you what has Trump passed, he hasn't passed anything. Now he's fucked up some shit, but he's fucked up shit for America. He's fucked the, the Affordable Care Act to even fucking start reducing that, and then to talk about basically possibly ending it when we're in the midst of a coronavirus and air the whole country shut down. It's not shut down. It's on, uh, what would we call it? It's on injured reserve. Right. It can practice. It just can't really play game day. It's on its period. It's, <laughs> but this is not the time to be fucking around like that. Right. So, yes, there's plenty of bad stuff. I'm asking what policies that he's passed. <clears throat> that's, what I, that's what I would like to know. Because there's been a lot of bad policies for people of all colors in this country that has been passed in the last... Uh, I, I, can, I can go back what, since Reagan... Steve just texted me, said, tell Andy to pick me up some edibles while he's out there. <laughs> we got you, Steve. <laughs> um, Steve, you can cut that out on the regular podcast if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to move on because we on this for 30 minutes. Yeah. Jared W., now he's mad at me. Episode 198. Oh, man. Uh, oh, shit. Um, Aries, now I got to get on you. You're killing me with this talk about Biden doing black people a favor. 
I knew I was going to get something. Yeah, this. I'm glad. By allowing, I'm glad. By allowing a black woman, Kamala Harris, to be the first black woman vice president. This is game. We need to focus on more than a black face. We need black policies. I never said we didn't. It's the same argument we have on, you have online with people who see behind the smoke and mirrors when it comes to Obama. I just gave you more facts, nigga. Optically, it's great. It makes progressive people and black people generally feel good to see a uh, change in attitudes that have been traditionally anti-black for centuries. But some black folks in politics don't really have black agendas in their spirit. Your skin folk ain't necessarily your kin folk. If you catch my drift. Yeah, I know that saying, dog, but stop. I just read you facts. Um, they're doing what is best for their political career, i.e. Daniel Cameron, Breonna Taylor. We know that nigga's a coon, nigga. Now, uh, now, politically, it has a lot to do with us not having enough economic power to support or pull support for these candidates as a voting block. Having our own businesses and communities is key. There are too many race-based reasons why we are in a position we are in. Read Powernomics. As Claude Anderson says, voting is supposed to be quid pro quo or a favor for a favor. Black folks got behind Obama and reportedly gave him 96% of our vote. But what did he do exclusively for blacks? I mean, he passed laws and created policies to benefit the LGBT and immigrants. But specifically for black folks, name one thing he did to benefit, benefit uh, collectively and especially as a group. I'll wait. It's more of the same with Kamala. I can also go into the ADOS versus immigrant perspectives, how we see each other respectively. But I'll save that, save that for another day. Biden isn't doing black people a favor by having Kamala as his running mate. He's only rocking with the benign neglect policies of the 60s and 70s where the Democratic Party throws black people in the same bucket as other so-called minorities, which includes white women, LGBT, midgets, whales, humpbacks, foreign nationals, and Bigfoot just to make us feel like we're getting changed, but really we're getting shortchanged with a dilution of any potential resources or benefits that would help us to compete with other groups for economic power and progress. By the time you read this, we may have a new president. If so, what is expected to change for us specifically? Jared W. That's a good question you should ask Kamala and Biden. Listen, man, I don't want to drum this horse, beat this dead horse over and over. Obama has done a lot for black people. In one of my Instagram posts, I named a shitload of facts. What you just heard me say a second ago was a shitload of facts. Then on top of that, again, the cultural symbolism that so many of y'all think don't mean shit means everything. It's a history. It's a legacy. It's a forever cannot be changed or fucked with legacy. That means something. And again, the nigga had two terms. You think the first nigga ever is going to do it in two fucking terms? It's a battalion race, not a sprint race. White people have had 44 presidents to get it right. We've had one. Uh, he only really had half a term. Obama? Yeah, because... Because uh, I was half a nigga. No, he, his, his first half of the term, he had uh, the Congress that he could get shit passed. And then they lost the Senate. And then that was the fight after that. And the first half of his term, he was trying not to, not to let this country go into a depression. This is where, like, when I say I disagree with Obama on some stuff... I do, but I'm going to be, I don't know. Uh, I think if you would have had Bush for four more years, we would have been in a, we would have had a depression. I think Bush was, there was no one more excited not to be, for him not to be president than Bush. Because I didn't know if he saw a way out of it. Uh, Obama came in and very, very methodically uh, brought us out of that recession. And by the time he could have, there was a, a possibility that he could have made changes. Um, he didn't have he didn't have a Congress anymore. So I, I think it's it's disingenuous when we say what did he, when someone in the black community says what did he do for us? There was plenty that's been done. You didn't, and when he said exclusively for us, I mean. I, did you really think there was going to be policy because there was a black man in office that was going to be exclusively for black? Like he, like he was going to, he was going to tell white people to stay home that week. And, this and was, again, this it, was all black week. And again, you got to remember, this is America. The rules are different for us. White folks would have been looking for the opportunity to go. You see, 
They get their first black president and he just looks out for them. Again, historically, white presidents have always looked out for white people. We know that. But he had to be presidential. And if he wasn't presidential by just looking out for us, then that fucks up the chances for the next black president to ever happen. Look at the big fucking picture. What are we going to do? We're going to we're going to fuck up the chance to having 15 more black presidents because we want a nigga to just look out for us. He was the president of the people, not the culture. And he could not have done that. It would not have been a smart move. Well, he was awesome, but he did make policy that uh, that affected minorities. And I don't. Yes. So how do you not feel that that is indirect? If not direct, that's directly affecting the black community. And I don't know how you put a policy that's that is is aimed solely. What would be the policy that would be say, oh, only aimed at the black community? What would, what would that policy be? You, I'm asking you right now. I don't know. I, 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 you know, I'm not looking that deep into it because I know in terms of what he was up against, the resistance that he was up against, the fact that he was fought tooth and nail on so much, which we know there's some racial uh, undertones to that. He did a lot. I'm, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that he did all that and he lived to tell the tale. But my question that I'm trying to ask you is what would be a policy that a, a black president could put in place that would only affect black people in a positive way I, I and, and the rest of the country know. doesn't get anything. I don't it. know. I don't know. And in terms of what he, again, what he put in place, healthcare. Gazillions of motherfuckers needed healthcare. Black people too. We didn't benefit from that. Taking out Osama bin Laden. There were black people who lost family members on 9-11. People in the buildings, people in the planes, fire truck work, firemen, policemen. If that brought them closure and helped them to move forward, they didn't benefit from that. I, I think if you would. Uh... And despite what y'all, some of y'all want to say in hatred and ignorance. Yeah, we got black brothers and sisters that are gay, lesbians, uh, uh, homosexual men, transgenders. If what he did helped them, isn't that kind of helping us too? They part of our family. I think the only thing that could have been done that would have been solely, and it wouldn't have been solely for, for the black community either, but I think uh, the way we, we redlined the country, I, I think that could, have, that could have maybe been beneficial. Look, my bottom line is still this. <clears throat> Historically, white people have always looked out for one another. Historically, it's in the history books. Despite what they've done. Despite the wrongs. And, and I'm not saying that there are white people going, oh, yeah, that's acceptable. Yes, the white people can recognize, yeah, that was, they did, we did fucked up shit. We don't believe in that. We don't stand for that. We know that was wrong, but it was what it was, and it happened. Black people, why can't we stand behind each other despite what you think Obama didn't do? Why can't we do that? Oh, goodness. This whole fucking podcast episode is almost about fucking this shit. <sighs> um, Miles Wardlaw, the Comedy Store documentary, one through five. Hey, something different. Yeah, yeah, you scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Aries, I think you have me confused with another guy's email about the Comedy Store. Yes, I have listened to you guys talk about the Comedy Store doc on the last podcast or two. This is my first time emailing you about this topic. The other guy who emailed you in about about it was not me. Laughed my ass off. Ooh. I have emailed and four times after that you didn't read on the pod. So I just listened to the podcast and stopped writing until now. Uh-oh. I, uh-oh. I have been watch all of the Comedy Store doc episodes, one through five, ten dollar a lot of money. I have seen all these corny ass so-called new comedians who are not funny at all. Uh, they are the most hacky cornballs I have ever seen. I am not sorry. They are not even 1% funny to me. They have no real skill or talent. They have no setup, no stories, just blah, 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 punchline with no real substance to their comedy. I hate the Joe Rogan fanboy comedies. Most of them are just his friend to help him get spots at comedy clubs or get on Joe's podcast to help them get more fans. I know most people feel this way about his talentless hack friends Joe thinks is funny. Most, not all, he puts in caps. New age white comedians are not funny. I feel like they give comedy a bad name. Their acts are watered down, corny jokes, hacky, easy laugh jokes that anyone could have made 
Made up. The worst part is the jokes aren't even theirs. They have writers. Every time I watch an episode of the Comedy Store doc, I think they should make an all-black documentary directed and produced by black people about the history of black comedy and give all the black comedies the respect and credit they deserve. I got to mention, there's a brother named D. Melitant, comedian from back in the day. He actually actually wrote a book uh, that before this podcast is over, I'm going to go grab uh, while Andy speaks so that the people that are watching this on YouTube can see this book. Um, and the people who are listening can perhaps find this book because he does exactly that. There is, there's a documentary on Prime, too, that's all about black comedians. Really? Yes. What's it called? I, I, I would have to look it up. And my oh, phone okay. is the one recording this, so I can't look it up right okay. now. Okay. Um, P.S. Uh, me and my girlfriend, Kiara, listen to the podcast. <laughs> it's a little awkward here. Uh, and we both hate Andy and his pedantic-ass ways. I love that. We both get tired of him saying some wild shit on the podcast. And when someone checks him on it in an email, he says his famous line, I didn't say that. Laugh my ass off. It's literally recording, Andy. Yes, you did say that. Then give it to me. Don't just say that I did it. <laughs> give me the quote. We listen to every podcast that drops drop same day. When are you coming? When are you coming? Go Chicago to do stand up again. And then he writes after that ten dollar a lot of money. <laughs> Peace, Miles W. We're gonna be there pretty soon. Uh, end of January. Is it? Is that? Yeah. End of January. Yeah. 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 Um, so there you go, brother. Um, and yeah, like I said, D, D, D Militant has a book. Uh, and take over for a second. Let me grab this book. Okay, and what's this guy's name right here? Uh, this is Miles Wardlaw. Miles, uh, when you come see us in Chicago, why don't you come up with a few of my, uh, my things that I said that I said I didn't say? Not misquoted that I didn't say. Because uh, I got that from people already. Uh, that I'm gonna, that I, they tell me that that's not exactly what I said, but I'm going to say I didn't say it. Yeah. If I didn't say it, I didn't say it. Uh, Aries is gone right now, so what do I want to talk about while Aries is out of the room? Um, what, what's going to make you mad? Oh, yeah, that's what I wanted to know. Who, who are these guys that you think are horrible? Because uh, Joey Diaz is one of the biggest guys that Rogan had on his podcast. Joey's not, do you, I don't think Joey's horrible. Uh, I, I don't know which guys these are that you're, uh, unless you're talking about uh, some of the newer comics that were there in the beginning, but I don't know anybody. Listen, I, I'm never going to say, look, I, there are people who aren't my cup of tea, but again, I'm not going to say anybody's hacky. I'm not going to say, uh, oh. I'll put it to you like this. Like I said, whether you, whether he's your cup of tea or not, whether you're Carrot Top or whether you're fucking Dave Chappelle, your job is to go make people laugh. And as long as you get the chuckle, you are in the club and you have earned the right to be called a, co a comedian. It's all subjective. Uh, and just because it don't work for you don't mean it don't work for somebody else. And that's the beauty of the game, baby. But I'm, I'm kind of curious as to who he's talking about because he's not even having any of those comics on anymore. He doesn't have time for any of those comics. The book is called Black Comedians on Black Comedy, uh, How African-Americans Taught Us to Laugh. Daryl Littleton, a.k.a. D. Militant, and the introduction is by Dick Gregory. I believe the, uh, I believe the doc that I'm talking about is How They See Us. How They See Us? Yeah, it's called How They See Us. And it's a comedy documentary? Uh-huh. Based off the How They See Us about the Central Park Five? No, no, no. That's what that was called. No, but I think there's a doc. It's, it's something like how they see us. It's about how they're being seen in the comedy and entertainment business. Really? Yeah. It might be. I might have the wrong title. It's something like that, though. Because that's the title of the Central Park Five thing. Yeah. Or when they this see came us. Out when they see us. Oh. When, how, fuck. You know what it is. I think it's how they see us, though. I, I, really? I, we'll look it up. Okay. Prime, prime video. Okay. Um, Torrell. This next one is by Torrell. Tell this black man, Torrell. <laughs> Finally finished the book. Uh, what's up, Aries and Andy? I wanted to apologize if this gets a little long-winded. I didn't want to email until I read the whole book. And, see, good about a boy. Anyway, Aries, I've been a fan of yours since the Mad TV days. You are definitely in my top five of comics. I've watched Hollywood Look, I'm Smiling probably ten times, and I still die laughing even though I know the punchlines. Oh, and you're funny too, Andy. 
laugh out loud. That was a callback to an earlier episode when Andy said he would be offended if someone said that to him. But honestly, Andy, you're cool. I like you. You're one of the good ones. <laughs> I'm not really a podcast listener, but once I started listening to that Blue Magic, I was hooked. Like Pepsi, that's a brand name. And they know that, even if they don't know me, any more than the chairman of General Mills. Um, I love the rapport between you and Aries. It feels like just two friends having a conversation, and that rawness is what drew me in. My Mount Rushmore of episodes is, of course, the Pussy Podcast, the Kyla Lacey episodes, 90 and 91, the 80s episode and the Rocky episodes. I know I cheated there a few more than there. I know I cheated. There are more than four episodes in that, but fuck it. Uh, I'm counting some as one episode since it was the same content. I also like when you guys talk about TV shows and movies. I know you both said you were going to start watching Snowfall. I was wondering if you had a chance to watch it yet. I think it's one of the better shows uh, on now. As, my, as for my favorites, I have Breaking Bad, Sons of Anarchy, Snowfall, and The Wire. I don't have a fifth, but that spot could go to Power or The Sopranos. I haven't, and I, I haven't, and don't take my man card. Watched either one. I have a feeling I'll like The Sopranos more than Power, but we'll see. As for movies, I've heard Andy talk so much about Buckaroo Banzai, I had to watch it. And I have to say, this is, one of, this is the quintessential high white guy movie. <laughs> That movie was typical 80s B-movie that was completely forgettable. And that's coming from a guy who liked Leonard Part 6 as a kid. Oh, my God. You know, Leonard was a good movie. When I did the thing, when I was in the doing thing with the thing, and then the thing did me, and then I raped a woman. <laughs> uh, he actually apologized for making that movie. Did he? Before it yeah, came out. Yeah, it was a piece of shit. <laughs> um, a few movies I think you guys should check out if you haven't are dope. Are oh dope, Boondock Saints and White Man's Burden with Harry Belafonte and John Travolta. I think I wanted to see that. You know what that was about? No, I've seen the first two. I haven't seen the third one. Is it the? Oh wait, isn't that the White Man's Burden? They trade places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I have yeah, seen yeah, that yeah. one. Oh, you have? Yeah. Is it good? I don't. It's older. I don't really remember it. Mm. I, I remember. I remember. You, you would forget when white folks became niggas. No, no. You would forget that. It. it it's. It was. You know what it is? I, I'm going to be really honest with what it is. It, it, it's such a just a, a position, uh, juxtaposition, right. that it, you, you're watching it. And I remember watching it, and I don't think John Travolta was the right dude for the part. I, am really? I saying that meanly about no, Travolta? No, 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 no. I'd have to see the movie to, to know. It, it, it's, it, it's an interesting, it, it was an interesting movie. Okay. Um, I saw all three of them then. I actually got all three of them. You saw Boondock Saints? Uh-huh. What is that about? It's about uh, uh, this Irish, this, the two Irish brothers. It's it's a you have never seen that. I haven't even heard of it. And uh, Dope is recent movie. It's more recent. Drug is a drug movie. No, it's about the, it's 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 eighties or nineties kids. I think it's eighties kids. Really? Right? Yeah. Uh, it's it's a really good movie. All right. I would love to hear your insight about the last one. Also, since you guys both like basketball, I would like to hear who you think is the most underrated player at every position. I have. Point guard, Rod Strickland. Shooting guard, Mitch Richmond. Small forward, Grant Hill. Power forward, Larry Johnson. And see, the Kimbe Mitombo. Now that I'm caught up, I can email more regularly and they won't be as long. Keep doing your thing and bringing that raw, uncut yayo. Hopefully you guys will be coming back to Sacramento at some point so I can check you out live. Terrell Jackson. Could your name get any blacker? Terrell Jackson. Put your dick on the table. All right. Um, underrated point guards of, uh, uh, well, listen, of those guys you name, I don't know if Rod Strickland was underrated. People pretty much respected him. Mitch Richmond was a beast. Grant Hill, if he didn't get hurt, would have truly been one of the greatest small forwards ever. He still was great. Yeah, but his, he was so, his career was so. He, it, was, it was in a minute. He would play and then he'd get hurt and then he'd play right. and get hurt. But he, when he was in Phoenix, even oh, older, he was, a beast. he was great. Yeah. Larry Johnson, grandmama, same thing. Before that knee injury or whatever it was, the surgery, he was a motherfucker. Um, and, you know, Dikembe Mutombo was Dikembe Mutombo. I feel like to me Dikembe Mutombo was always just known for being able to block and wave the finger. I don't know how dominant of a center he was. I think there's a lot of centers that you could go. Underrated? Yeah. Who? Just big guy. All the big, like 
all big dudes. You don't think that the centers who we name got the, 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 the accolades they should have got, the praises they got? No one thought Ewing was underrated. No, no, no. I'm just no talking about... No one thought about, David Robinson was underrated. But not everybody had that center. Like, there's a lot of teams where there might have been those dominant four or five centers. All the other centers got nothing. But how many centers can you remember that I, were I worth don't. remembering? I, 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 I can, I the only one I can think of off the top of my head is, like, Rick Smith. Yeah, he was... Underrated? He was, but he wasn't underrated because they loved him in Indiana, and he got popularity all over he the place. He was Dutch, right? Yeah. Dutch. I don't even know if that's a accurate assessment. He was Dutch. Aren't they famous for sticking their finger in the dike? Can you say that today? Stick your finger in the dike. <laughs> yeah. The fuck is wrong with you? Stick his like? finger in the dike so that he prevent it from uh, flooding. Stick your finger in the dike. I don't think you can say that anymore. That was from Scarface. Yeah, I got that. Pelican. Look at the pelican. Oh, the pelican. See the pelican fly. Um... Uh, okay, so be live, McCall at musician.org. P.S. If you end up giving me a shout out on a current podcast, please shoot me an email to that episode that it is included on since I'll still be playing catch up. So you want me to uh, <laughs> shoot you an email? You want you to do work. Nigga. <laughs> hey, man, you, you got a job. Hey. <laughs> You got a job, man. <laughs> that, was, that was my attempt at a Britain impression. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was his name? Uh, it was Ernie. Ernie! Hey, Ernie. You want a job? Sure, Tony. Okay, you come see me tomorrow, man. Hey, Ernie. You got a job. <laughs> Just like how happy that dude was. <laughs> um, do, you think, do you think if that was real life, that dude would have shit his pants, though? Absolutely, nigga. I shat my pants watching it. <laughs> my, my whole asshole was muddy, nigga. And I was like, Ernie got a job. Okay. Uh, Rudy Flores, rapper arrested for unemployment fraud. This guy rapped about cheating the government. This is niggadism. Wanted you and Andy's thoughts. And it was for over $1 million. What the fuck? And then he sends a, a link. Uh, yeah, I guess some nigga rapped about cheating the government, and the government went and said, "We coming for your ass, nigga." Dude, what I do? Listen to the chorus. It, it's taxes, though, right? Is that what he said? Might have I mean, been. Uh, dude, the, the the tax department, the IRS, doesn't fuck around. Willie Nelson, because it's music, I related it to yeah. Willie Nelson. When when he didn't pay his taxes, they came knocking his door and took everything. And away that motherfucker from him. was trying to bounce when they came after him. How you think he came up with that song <laughs> on the road again? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not paying my taxes. I'm on the road again. Yeah. Where the fuck is Willie? We just went to this nigga's uh, address. He's on the road again. Isn't that uh, isn't that what got uh, fucking Blade in trouble? Wesley. Yeah. Taxes. Yeah. 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 You can't fuck around with taxes. Whew. You 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 could say shit about almost everybody else, but you don't fuck around with taxes. Yeah. The government don't play, nigga. Um, G Weeks, Paul Mooney. All right. Aries, I've been a listener of the podcast for about a year and a half now, and the comment you made about Paul Mooney's comedic style toward white people really resonated with me. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a big fan of Paul Mooney, and he's on my comedy Mount Rushmore. But at times, it does, it does feel like there's some serious hatred in his jokes. And this is coming from, as he says, as a black man, I find all of his material funny because there's a lot of truth to what he's saying. But it's a shame that I have to be careful on what clips I decide to share with some of my white friends. I feel as though he may have reached an even wider audience if he wasn't seen as a racist by some. I was first introduced to him through Chappelle's show where he was a recurring guest. And without that, I'm not even sure I would have found this comedy as soon as I did. A name I can't say, Andamas was his recurring. Negro Damas. Yeah. You could say that. That's yeah, Negro. He's, he's, yeah, I know, but the way... the, oh, way, the way you speak. No, no like, and the way America is today. If right, I right, right. Negro yeah. Damas. <laughs> Negro Damas. What's so hard about that? You, you break it up. Negro, then Damas. It's, it's like if you were to, to try to formulate it, it's like a little kid when he gets older, his body matures, his Negroes. And if he doesn't say something smart, then he's a Damas. So you think about the growth of the knee and someone's stupid. You're Negro Damas. 
Absolutely. Yay, yay. That yay, yay. Somebody actually wrote me about that. That is so good. Yeah. Negro Tamos. All right. Anyway, um, I regret not seeing him live before his health started to decline. But from what I've seen online and on TV, he'll always have a spot in my top five. By the way, and he puts in caps, nobody on earth can touch your impression of him. Uh, Gervais, uh, pronounced like Ricky Gervais, but the S is silent. Dude, I would love to do a Paul Mooney, Steve Harvey skit with Godfrey. That would be. Yuck, yuck. What the hell? (laughs) Nigga, what is wrong with your mustache? (laughs) It's like you have a Buick on your lip. That shit is huge, nigga. What the hell? Yuck, yuck. Um, Paul Mooney, nigga. Paul goddamn Mooney. Dude, I don't think you should hold back on what you show your white friends from Paul Mooney. No. Matter of fact, I think you, if you should show it to them and see if they steal your friends. Yeah, I, I'm serious about that because there's right. nothing Paul Mooney has ever said that wasn't uh, based in, in fact. Right. So, fuck that. Right. Yeah, if you keep... Yeah. I, I, nah. It's based in fact, but again, it's it's... Put it like this. Um, what's your favorite dish? What's your, what's your, like a nice meal. I, I'm just gonna say, let's say spaghetti meatballs. Spaghetti meatballs. If I served you spaghetti and meatballs, and I nicely put the plate in front of you, and put your napkin down and your fork and your knife or your spoon, and I said bon appetit and walked away. Spaghetti is the spaghetti, and it's gonna taste wonderful. If I take that same plate and I frisbee toss that bitch to you and get noodle sauce and meatballs all over your shirt and then I throw the napkin in your face and I take the silverware and I chuck that at your face and you get a couple of you didn't care that no means no scars on your face. And I said, bone appetite, you bitch. The spaghetti is still the spaghetti yeah. and it's still going to taste yeah. wonderful. But the way you served it. Yeah, I got a better analogy for you. That's the Cosby. Now, remember that episode? Yeah. One of my favorite. If, what, what's your favorite food? The steak. Mm-hmm. But the mushrooms, and you smell the onions, but you take the garbage can lid, and you put it in the garbage can, and serve it to you. Not so appetizing, is it? It's the way you were brought here. It was in your presentation. Yeah, I, I, but I look at Mooney in that same vein of this uh, analogy. Right. Is it... Uh, uh, You're sick. Racism is a sickness. Yes. And uh, you have a cure. Mm -hmm. And usually the cure comes is a vaccine. Right. So you have to you have to and depending on 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 the cure, it can burn, it can hurt when it goes Mm -hmm. in. Depending on who gives you the shot, Mm -hmm. it can hurt you more. Uh, Some shots they like to give you in your thigh because they hurt so bad. Right. I, I I think Paul Mooney. Playing Mooney's just the roughest stuff for racism. The cure is to take that needle and shove it in you mm. and fucking just nurse ratchet that shit into your mm. body. Because sometimes the cure hurts. That's why we have to talk about this shit. Right. The cure, the cure hurts. Right. And some people need the fucking cure. So if that's, if that's Mooney and it hurts you, that's because you have a lot of racism in you right. and it hurts more. And he need to jam that motherfucker in you. And get in deep. Get in deep. Man. But it, 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 if, you, if you have some enlightenment, it's going to hurt a little less. Right. And when you come through it, we're all going to be better together. So fucking take that Mooney and jam it up. Those white dudes. <laughs> jam it in the ass, nigga. I'm going to jab this Mooney in your ass, nigga. And you're going to come out better for it. Believe me. That's it. That, that's, that's perfect. There you go. I think that's good, man. Uh, shit. One more. Uh, and then we have got to go. Um, I'm trying to get to my man who I like but don't like, but like. Uh, you know who this is, right? Uh, is it Sergio? Rashad Simmons. Oh, Rashad. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And folks, you've heard this podcast enough now to know uh, who Rashad Simmons is. You know who some of the players are. Farah, Shamar, Coach Cole. Uh, Leslie V, Autobot, Autobot, Leroy Jackson. Even though we haven't heard from him in a minute either, Sergio Shasha, uh, just to name a few. 
FF Mob three three two eight three three. Um, you got so you're gonna have Sergio Sosa on next week's episode, though, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, Rashad Simmons. He's part of the club, but he, he put it like this: He's with the team, but we won't give him a uniform yet. Everybody else got the same uniform, and this nigga's playing in his junior high school clothes. Couldn't you have just given him like the the uniform, but it doesn't have his name on the back yet? Nah, to... nigga nah. ain't ready for a uniform yet. <laughs> I like this nigga, but I do not like this nigga. But I like him though. So he gets called every year for spring training. He just doesn't always make the. Yeah. Time. Did you ever see this movie? And talk about when we talk about movies, we really should quit bullshitting and do some Leonardo DiCaprio's. Because he's really a beast. You ever see this movie called This Boy's Life? Yeah. What a great movie. Yeah. I mean, between What's, e- What's Eating Gilbert Grape, uh, Basketball Diaries. Diaries, and This Boy's Life. Didn't DiCaprio, it, it, that... If you would see Revenant... Oh, I can't do it. Dude, dude, yes, you can, man. Uh, if you if you if you give yourself twenty minutes to get into that movie, in you're the woods, in. In dude. The I don't cold give a water, shit. In the bear. I don't give a shit. That movie, it's that good. Mm-hmm. And it's just what him and Tom Hardy, right? No, man. There's a lot. There's a lot more going on in the movie. It's 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 a sl- it is slower. But dude, the way that movie, I know you said you don't like any movies in the snow. But the 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 the, the, the performances between him and De Niro. And at one point, uh, 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 DiCaprio's bitching because he wants sneakers because he's on the basketball team. And De Niro, being an asshole, won't let him get the sneakers. So they cut to him playing sneakers, uh, playing in the gym with dress shoes on. And the sneakers sliding all over the court. That's Rashad Simmons. (laughs) He's on the team, but this nigga's playing ball in dress shoes. His shoes haven't come in. Yes. Uh, Nigga. And he puts in bold letters, your Aries Spears. Nigga, your Aries fucking Spears. See, this is why I like you, Rashad, because you start off sometimes saying nice shit, but then you'll slap me with a handful of fecal matter and then tell me, you know, it's facial cream. <coughs> Sorry, I got a little COVID. All right. Um, nigga, Aries, your fucking Spears. Nobody's life is perfect, but fuck your Aries Spears. Mad TV, Def Jam, Blueprint of Comedy, Fucking Airy Spears. Jerry Maguire, half of SNS podcast, always booked working as a comedian. Fucking Airy Spears. Try being an overweight, twice divorced truck driver making about 90K a year. Nigga, you make that in a few shows probably. If I can live and exist through you, exist through that, through that and alimony, I could definitely live as Airy Spears. Sneakers is coming. The sneakers is coming. Do you know? You know what I? What I find? I, I really like this dude, and I've told you this before, and he's right. gotten on me too. But I love sometimes he, he's, he'll send me uh, an email or a quick text, and it's it's like maybe like four or five lines, and I just make him mad about something or something right, I said, right. and he'll send me four or five lines. And, he says, and I'm driving right now. I don't have time for this. Right. And then he just lets it go, and I was, I was like, I love this dude. Like, like for him to yeah, it, man, just throw, throw you know, he, he you know, some days I like this motherfucker, some days I want him to. Sleep in the outhouse. Uh, fuck, man. Right, Rashad, I, 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 I think I said this before. I'm like Tony Soprano, again, we're talking to Jackie Jr. I haven't decided what to do with you. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want you dating my daughter, but you, me and your father was close. I haven't made up my mind what to do with you. So stay tuned, nigga. You know, your, your, your best friends mm-hmm. who at least tell you their opinion. For real, yeah. So he's like a best friend to the park. He just he gives us the re- his yeah. real opinion. Yeah, and I'm putting the APB out officially on Leroy Furious and my Sherry more. Where y'all at? That's the podcast coming up next. As promised, playing artists, giving people a chance to shine who normally wouldn't have. Uh, this right here, uh, I'm. Gonna play for y'all. Do yes. Do you? Are we? Are you, are you only featuring black artists on this? No. 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 no let's listen to me okay. though for a second. All right. If we could do it and just feature black artists, yes, you could be the Obama that that dude's looking for. Oh, something just for black folks. Uh, it's just for black folks. Uh, any white podcast fans of ours, 
uh, turn your shit off. It's the same. <laughs> it's not for you. It's just for my black friends. Because uh, you, 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 you guys are already doing well. Uh, it's our people that need to do better. We've got to do better. But in order to do that, uh, we, we have to have a closed door meet. Uh, you can put a glass to the wall and listen to the beats. But you can't come in. Uh, fuck white people. I'm the president of the culture and not the people. Okay. Um, <laughs> I like causing more trouble. As yeah. it winds down, yeah, yeah. the more trouble I can cause, the better. Coming up right now, a young lady by the name of Sharon Green, Charlize, a.k.a. Sandchild Music. Sounds like some Erica Badu shit. Anytime you get shit that says Sandchild or anything earthy, uh, you know she got nice feet and her... Okay, her Instagram is, I was going to say something crazy, but her Instagram is at Charlize Green. That's C-H-A-R-L-I-Z-E dot green. Check out her music. Uh, the song is called Tree of Life, um, and it's a freestyle rap. So enjoy from Charlize, a.k.a. Sandchild Music, Sharon Green, Tree of Life. Feel it, baby.